Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Did How you are you? Did you get your big yawn done? I got my yawn done. Yes. Oh my Thank goodness. you very much. Okay. Yes. So it is Monday morning. It is Monday morning, also known as the the morning after Mother's Day. Yes, yes. the morning after Mother's Day. That was nice. You preached about Mary. I did. I was really. I, I really enjoyed that. You know, I, I've I've always been kind of fascinated with Mary, mm-hmm. having grown up in a very Catholic part of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a for me. It was a lot of fun to do a lot of research on Mary. Um, but it was hard. You know, that, that was one of those sermons. I think that was the third sermon I wrote about Mary. And the first two I ended up scrapping <clears> and getting rid of. This seems to be happening quite a bit lately. Yeah. You well, just said this about a different one well, recently. You know, the, these, uh, these biographical sketches. Oh, right. Yes. It kind was of one difficult of those. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you have so much material that you don't know which way you're going. Got it. That was the case with Mary. Oh, I mean, of course. there's so much you could say about her. My right? goodness. And then other times there's just not a whole lot of material about the person at all. So you don't know even where to start. Okay. Right? But it was fun. I, I very much enjoyed that. Uh, it was a very good day at our church. Mm-hmm. We had a wonderful baptism where uh, the grandfather was the assisting minister and got to uh, help in baptizing his grandsons. So that was pretty I was cool. not at that service, so that's nice. That was yes. very cool. We had our daughter in town, yes, which did. was a big surprise yeah. to me. Saturday night at my normal nine o'clock, I was crawling into my bed yeah. as I'm wont to do. Yes, as you are wont to do. Um, yes. Nine o'clock, I like to start reading and then I try to read till 10. But much to your chagrin, I often turn the lights off at 9.50 mm-hmm. because my eyes are starting to fade. Yes, yes. So I, I put my pajamas on, 9 o'clock, got in my bed. All of a sudden, I hear the boys jumping around and screaming, and in comes Ellie into my bedroom. Yeah. So exciting. It was exciting. Yes, so. it was so fun to have her. I was not expecting to have another girl in the house for Mother's Day, so it was super amazing. It was, and she was only here for like 18 hours or yeah, something. Yeah, that's the beauty of her going to school in Austin out. instead of Minnesota. So you're trying to say that you don't like having just a bunch of boys in the house? Well, we've, said, we've talked about this before. Oh. I prefer these, especially on these holidays when we're going to come and have a long meal, you know, uh-huh. where we're all going to sit down. And um, I do prefer some feminine uh, culture, shall I say, at oh. the table, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a different conversation. I mean, we've oh, talked no, about is. this. Yeah. With all boys, it's just it's com- competition and... And I can do this, and you can't do this, and I can lift that, and you know, it's yeah. just it gets old kind of fast. No, it gets I'm old just very telling fast. you, it and it's fast. a stage. You know, it's a stage. They're all exerting their stupidity. <laughs> I was going to say manhood. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of talk about protein powder and testosterone, oh, but yes, that could be stupidity. Yeah. Anyways, so having her was great. She and I. Um, you know, we cooked together. You mm-hmm. were out cold because yep. you were napping. You're having some issues, but we yes, yeah, you're having some the, issues. Yeah, that's. I, I think it might be the with the, the uh, I don't know. I think it's worse. It keeps going. So, anyways, you're finally going out. to the doctor next yep. week. Yes, he's having some issues. So, he was in bed after church after preaching three sermons, which isn't that unusual. No. But on Mother's Day, you normally you would probably. Oh, I also got yeah. up at four fifteen. Exactly. That's so. right. Because Ellie came home, we, you decided not to go over your sermon at night. That's right. also why you were preaching from the pulpit, all the things. Yep. So anyways, and it was I, a great day having her. Yeah, and I have to commend you because you managed to pull a fast one on the kids. I sure did. Yep, with a chocolate cake. Yes, because I basically, as many of you know, I don't know, I basically eat plant-based now. Mm-hmm. So I make all these weird things that they call vegan, and mm-hmm. they say that disparagingly. Yeah. But I call it plant-based. 
Anyways, I made a beautiful plant-based chocolate cake, which they thought was, they would have not really tried it had they known it was one of my concoctions. Right. But I did not tell them there was like zucchini in there, all sorts of yumminess because it gave it moisture. Yeah. And they lovingly ate it and liked it. It was very good. Yes, it it's was very, very good. It's a very dense, rich cake. It's yes. very good. So I thought that was funny. You pulled that on. Well, they kind of know. Pulled it right over their eyes. Yes, yes, so. yes. Exactly. Anyways, that was all good. And then we just to touch base a little bit more on church and what's going on before we get started here. Um... We've got an intern coming. Another, yes. Our second intern is coming soon. Our second intern, yeah. His name is Justin Baker, and he is arriving on June 1st. Uh, so that'll be very, very exciting. So he'll come June 1st uh, with his dog, whose name is... Forgot. I want to say Maya, as I recall. So, Milo, maybe? No, no, that's in our neighborhood. Yeah. Naya, maybe. I don't know. Like the boys is. are very excited that he has a dog. We'll call yeah. it dog. Okay, dog. Yeah. He's so coming he'll come with, with dog. his dog on, on June 1st. Uh, and then the first first Sunday he preaches will be June nineteenth, which oh, is Mother's wow. Day. Oh wow! You're throwing him right in. Yeah, well, actually, I wanted to put him in on June twelfth, but we figured, well, first let's get him settled, oh, get goodness, him settled yes. in just a little bit, and then did he can you preach. do that to Alia? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. she preached pretty much right I don't off remember the bat that. too. Okay. Uh, but so June nineteenth will be his first sermon, which is very exciting. Okay. Uh, and then he's getting married on July 16th. Okay. So he'll be gone for a week, 10 days or something like that and coming back with his wife. Nice. And when Mr. and Mrs. Baker return, then we'll have kind of a big, uh, you know, official oh, congregational that's when we'll welcome. welcome them. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and if so, if, you know, of course, we'll make him feel welcome yes. for the first five or six weeks. But we're going to wait for oh, Mrs. Baker will to do come. It. Yes. Until, and then we'll really kind of, you know, pull okay. out the... Pull out the stops for him. So. Okay. Well, that will be so very be great. nice. Yeah. And yeah. then the other thing I keep forgetting to ask you about mm -hmm. um, is this, um, we've got this new mental health uh, yeah. ministry. That's gone very well. Yeah. What is that? So that's, uh, that is a new small group that was, uh, that was formed by people who joined us in the last new members mm. class, the Martinez's. Uh, they're both healthcare professionals. Nice. And so this is something that they wanted to do. Uh, the, the group has so far met once, and it seems to really uh, be providing a need or scratching an itch in the community. Uh, as you can imagine, for uh, with mental health, there's you know people don't talk about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, for those families who who have a family member struggling with mental health, this is a, this is intended as a support group um, for those families. You know, mm -hmm. along the model of like Al Alcoholics Anonymous, right. for example. Although I will say we talk about it a lot more now. Um, oh, we certainly do. Yeah, yeah and this do. is a group that definitely, especially after COVID, they're saying so many people's mental health oh has gosh, deteriorated. Yeah. So um, this is a group for whether you struggle yourself with mental health issues or you are caring for someone caring or just you have someone does. in your family, right. which basically is uh, probably yeah, everyone, a, you know. Just a huge percentage, yeah, right? right. Yeah, so they've met once, okay. and it's really reaching out into uh, into the community. Good. Uh, people from our it's church amazing. and people from other churches and people from no churches at all. Okay. So, yeah, so I got, I got the initial feedbacks, and she's she's thrilled because she started this new thing, and I'm thrilled for her. Yeah, because, and we're happy to have it yeah, at our great. church. Yeah, that's great. So it's a great little outreach. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, that kind of segues right into what we're doing because, well, I don't really know if it does, but... <laughs> I Proverbs. mean, well, parenting is, it starts, what we're doing in Proverbs today starts with parenting, and and um, I don't know how it segues. It doesn't segue. Okay, well, we'll make let it that segue. go. We'll make it segue. We'll, we'll make it go. Anyways, we are doing sayings 13 through 18 today, and mm -hmm. those would be verses 23, 13 through mm -hmm. 28, 23, 13 through 28, and so why don't we just, again, we'll take it in chunks, okay. and again, they're kind of here, there, and everywhere. <clears throat> Many of them do deal with Somewhat with parenting, there's a lot of listen, my son, and listen mm -hmm. to your father and mother, etc. So why don't we just begin with you read the first one, like the first two verses. Okay, so this is chapter 23, verses 13 and 14. This is going to be familiar to most yes. of you. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. 
If you strike him with a rod, he'll save his soul from Sheol. You know, sometimes you put on this kind of Jewish accent mm -hmm. when you're doing biblical, like even you did in your sermon yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You just think that seriously American Jewish accent is how they talked. Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, probably yes. wasn't Irish. Yes, he probably yeah. was not Irish. Thank you. I just okay, okay. We're gonna move on. Well, yeah. You Anyways, know. do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Okay. So basically, here they're saying uh, children need to be disciplined, mm -hmm. right? And that's where the word disciple comes from. Oh, right? good point. Um, yep. But ch so we disciple our children in spiritual matters. We discipline them um, in, I guess behavioral matters, etc. Mm -hmm. And this says with a rod, so we should probably talk about that for a minute. Yep. Um, but then it says that they won't die. In other words, you, this can be done. Punish them with the rod and save them from death. Yeah, so mine says from Sheol, which okay, is the, yes. uh, the, the, the pit or Hades, the mm -hmm, place the where grave. the dead go. Right? Mm -hmm. Place of punishment. But yeah, and so, so there, there's two couple ideas here. One is disciplining. Uh, the second is character building, right? So that you're trying to train them so that they don't... Um, so that they don't end up in a bad place in Sheol or whatever, okay. wherever you're or prison. Trans or prison. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the third is corporal punishment, disciplining them with a rod. Right. Right. Okay. So we could first of all we could we'll talk about this. The rod, you know, obviously your you your mind goes right to Psalm twenty three or mm -hmm. a shepherd, you know, having a staff yeah, and a your rod, rod and your staff, used for right. different purposes. And I think the rod was the staff was mainly for guiding, and I think the rod was for hitting them back in line right or is yeah. that not right yeah getting I, them I, back I, in i think one was for the sheep and one was for the one was for predators so ah. uh, from what i remember i want to see the staff was more like you know the walking stick that you could use right. to kind of guard them back and the rod and was more more of a weapon if you had to smack somebody okay yeah. okay well obviously we're not talking about a weapon for your right. child um and most you know we don't talk about actually when we were when we had young children who still needed to be spanked um we you know, we're in this parenting class called mm -hmm. uh, Growing Kids God's, God's Way, Way right. which is probably very dated now, but is I mean, the wisdom isn't dated no. because it's straight out of the Bible, and it was a great class. We learned so much for it, but it talked a lot about how you were to go about this, um, how you were to discipline your child, and it was it was never to be done in anger, right? right? If, you, if there was going to be a spanking happening, it actually wasn't supposed to happen right at the moment. At, yeah. For most situations, we'll talk about right. that in a minute. But for most situations, if you as a parent are too angry to do this appropriately, then you aren't to do it at that time. You were to yeah. come back and w send your child to the room, whatever, and say, you know, when, when I come back, we're going to talk about this and you are going to get a spanking, right? right. But this is not about doing any kind of thing in anger because that can get very ugly very quickly. Yeah, and that's and that's what it says here. You know, if, mm -hmm. if you First of all, if you strike him with a rod, he won't die. If you strike him with a rod, you'll save his soul from Sheol. Right. Uh, so the, the the goal of this is not to vent your anger. Oh, right. I'm so upset with this person, I'm going to smack him. Okay. The goal is not to vent your anger or frustration. The goal is to discipline, to uh, to, to help the child connect uh, consequences and behavior, so that they can make wise choices from there on right. out. Right. Yeah. So you, you the, the that's probably the biggest caution is, uh, you don't want to do it in anger or frustration, which you know is hard. I mean, especially when right. they're toddlers, you know, right. it's really hard. And sometimes, actually, when they are toddlers, sometimes it does have to be done immediately. Like we were talking about this at our Mother's Day table last night because we said we were going to be talking about it on the mm -hmm. podcast. And, oh, and they all they, claim to have horrible. Yes, I said, do you guys that? all remember being spanked? And oh, oh, of course, oh, blah, blah, can, blah. Can count the times. Right, yeah, right. And yeah. and Matthew, who really was not spanked at, hardly at all. He was a very easy little child. And, and he was kind of on his own because 
Well, just when he got to the age of kind of disobedient, you know, three, four, we were here. He and mm-hmm. I spent the days together. It was the first time his kid, his siblings were in public school. So anyways, he, though, does remember getting spanked probably immediately after an act because mm-hmm. he remembered running out into the street. Or was it a right. parking lot or a street? I think it was a street, as I remember. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he ran right out. And so we spanked him right there and right. then because he needed, you know, he was little and he needed to know right then that that was dangerous. And again, that's the idea of saving them from death. I mean, literally, yeah. in that instance, we were trying to save him from not doing that. Right. And you so, so sometimes the, the punishment has to follow swiftly right. so they can connect the two. Right, exactly. Right. Especially at the younger ages, especially when you're a toddler. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise you can't wait four hours later no, and you no, know that the you know the famous the mom used to say when your father gets home mm-hmm. and that's kind of happened in my family a little bit because my mom didn't couldn't really spank us that hard right and so it would you know it, she just didn't want to or it just wasn't really a real thing my dad could <laughs> yeah. um and that was the same with me i mean often when we talk about you know normally we would spank with a hand mm-hmm. we wouldn't However, I will say, Sophie will remember, and mm-hmm. Sam as well, that I would use a wooden spoon sometimes for those two, my strong, strong-willed children, yep. who my own spanking did nothing to deter them because I just, that's who I am. So yep. I, I, had, yeah. I had to do that, yes. Yeah. And I'm sure even that didn't because it, I was too scared to make it really hurt. So yep. I'm, they just, they keep saying, oh, yes, I got the wooden spoon and blah, blah, blah. Yep. No, I remember, I yes. remember those days. Yeah. Yes. I shouldn't have named them on here. I just named them, didn't I? Well, that's okay. That's no. okay. Yeah. Basically, they both function as firstborns because mm-hmm. Sophia is the oldest uh, and she is a firstborn. Right. Sam was the first of many boys, but, you know, the first boy. And he, he in, in many, many ways, he... Acts, you know, they both are. Yeah. They both are well, like firstborns. You yeah. know, that's what a lot of the parenting uh, birth order books tell yeah. you is that uh, the the firstborn of each gender uh, is asked acts like a firstborn. Yes, that's so. true. Okay, so yeah. good. So, is there anything? So, anyways, we, you know, obviously, yes, our children need to be disciplined. They cannot be the little terrors running around ruling yeah. the roost, which is kind of the way modern parenting functions. I mean, yeah. children rule the the home. And, yeah, and, no, absolutely. Yeah, and. Uh, so there's a book that came out, a secular book called 12 Rules of Life, 12 Laws oh, of yes, Life I by tried Peterson. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those books everybody raved about, so I, I kind of slogged my way through it. And it was, People I'm glad I read it. it. I, I, well, anyways. Yes. But one thing that, that stuck, uh, mm-hmm. stuck in my memory about okay. that is he has a chapter on disciplining, and when he also talks about, you know, it, it, go ahead and spank the child because they have to learn. Right. And his point was that if, uh, if parents don't discipline their children, the world will absolutely and the world's discipline is without love entirely mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, in, in his um, experience as a psychologist and sure. as a university professor what he found is that kids who are raised without discipline uh, end up being shunned by by their peers uh, not welcomed into the group sent off on the side marginalized and hmm. those are and those are lifelong psychological traumas rather than wow. the momentary physical trauma of uh, of being spanked okay so his, his point was, you know, one way or the other, they will yes, suffer the consequences. Yes, so exactly. It might as well be you, mom and dad, who love mm-hmm. them versus strangers who can't stand them and just will totally avoid them. Right. And I mean, like, for, it's a short period of time. I mean, we haven't spanked a child for years and years and years. No, no. We've had to, like, put them in rooms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but, no. but not even really. Yeah. So it, it does pay dividends. I mean, it, it's a small time it and then they learn and it's yeah. done. Anyways, wonderful. Okay. Um, so that was the first part. Let's move on to the second okay, so the second two verses there. Verses 15 and 16. Yes. Interesting one here. So continues the same theme, but from a different perspective. So if the, uh, if the first go around was talking about using discipline, kind okay. of a negative theme, mm-hmm. this is more of a positive theme. Okay. 
verses 15 and 16. So my son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. My inmost being will exult when your lips speak what is right. So here it's talking about, you know, raising up your child to uh, to make their parents proud. Yes. You know, son, if you do what is right, that's what I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you, when I see you doing the right thing, that's when my, my soul sings. And what I love about this, that's absolutely right. And what I love about this is that, you know, what you hear parents saying all the time is, oh, if just my, if my child is happy, mm-hmm. then I'll be happy. Well, happiness like is not the goal of life, right? And right. there's going to be many times in your child's life when they're not happy. Yeah. Um, and so this is actually saying, you know what, if my child is wise and if they do the right thing, then I will rejoice and be happy. Yeah, you know, it just makes more sense to oh, me. Oh, it makes a lot more yeah. sense. And you know, we're, we're, we're starting to see some of this too, because now we got two kids off in college. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're out of, uh, out of Bernie, out of our church, out of our family system. So they're really kind of out there on their own. Uh, to an extent, at least. Right? Yeah, to an extent. Well, the one is so far overseas. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely out on her own. Yeah, and there and uh, the feedback we're getting from them is is this recognition of uh, of how they were raised yes. and how they were raised differently, uh, and that uh, what, what a benefit it has been to them in their maturity and their ability to handle things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're starting to see some of that yeah. already, which is a real blessing. It really know? is. I love it. That's exactly what this says. If your heart is wise, then my heart will be. It does make your heart glad oh, to hear your children Absolutely. saying things like that. And um. So and I'll, yeah, go ahead. I want to say two things about that. Okay. One is, you know, Mother's Day was just yesterday, so mm-hmm. Father's Day is about a month from today, June nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So one thing I did last year, which I encourage my, our listeners to do this year, is to oh, verbally yeah. bless their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, spend a little time, uh, take it to the Lord in prayer. So in my case, it was a lot of time. I've got six kids, so it's a lot of blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, know, they won't all be home for Father's Day, no, so you'll only get four this time. But go ahead. Uh, but just you know, think about each child and. Mm-hmm. And what you're grateful for, and what you're proud of, uh, and and what is a blessing, and then verbalize it to them. Yep. Uh, because I tell you, it was a it was a, a, a tearful moment for me. Mm-hmm. I think it was a tearful moment for them. And this is one of those times where you can say, you know, my inmost being will exult when you when you see your child doing what is right. Mm-hmm. There's a time you can capture them in it and said, son, daughter, this is what I see about you, and I love you. Okay, so. we we've talked about that I think before on the mm-hmm. podcast, but that's good to give them a little heads up because yeah. you've got what a month now before month, Father's Day, right. so. Fathers, if you want to do that, you can start yeah, thinking about so it. Yes. Thing. And then the other is more of a, uh, so to bring it from emotions into intellect, uh-huh. right? the, the other is more of a, a um, vocabulary thing. So in verse hmm. 16, my hmm. translation is my inmost being will exult. What does yours say? My inmost being my will inmost rejoice. Being. Do you have so a, same thing. Do you have a footnote, footnote on that? I am. My Bible, I'm, I'm doing a journaling Bible right now, oh. and so I have no footnotes. Well, the reason I bring it up is the Hebrew is literally my kidneys. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah. And that, but you know, in the Hebrew, it's the, uh, the splagna. No, that's Greek. The splagna. That's the, um, that's the spleen. The spleen. The spleen. Well, spleen. the inmost being in, in the Hebrew culture is like your innards, right? Yeah. It's like your guts. Your guts. Exactly. And yeah. so, but I, I, I think that's really curious, you know, like why would they locate Right, because we use the heart. Your kidneys, yes, of all things. The like, kidneys. Like, what in the thing, Don? That right. doesn't make sense. But we do have this English expression, I felt it in my guts. For sure. You know, I knew it in my guts. You actually feel things more there no, than you, in your you heart. You absolutely do. do. So yeah. there, that, that deep sense of, of um, you know, that deep sense of conviction. Yes. In Hebrew, it's located in the, the kidneys, which doesn't make sense in English, but we do talk about that too. Yeah, you know, they wouldn't I, have put the kidneys, but they're know. absolutely right that the guts are where, yeah. that you know, I mean, I the Lord's language is yeah. always correct. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's very good. Yes, yeah. I know it in my guts. Yes. Okay, good. Good. Okay, let's move on. 
uh, verse 17 and 18. Mm -hmm. So let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. Oh my goodness, nice. Um, do not let do not let your heart envy sinners. Hmm, I don't know. Do we envy sinners? I guess they mean in the sense that people who are doing wrong seem to be like reaping the benefit. Well, here yeah. we are doing right and yeah, or well, something. You, know, you and I just saw a movie about that that got us both really bent out of shape. Yes. Yeah. And so that uh, and that idea of you know they we'll you, get you canceled see, if we yeah, name no, it we'll, here. We'll, but we'll just, but you if you want to know, ask us. Yeah. But you know, you watch the sinners prosper. Mm-hmm. And you think to yourself, well, that's just not fair. It's mm -hmm. not fair. It's not right. It's not right. But I, I think the the, pur the purpose of this proverb and of many others is to stay on the straight and narrow, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, follow the Lord's will. Mm -hmm. um, and in the end, that is the right path. Okay. You know, it, it doesn't always feel like it. Yep. Oftentimes, people who take shortcuts or get off the path will indeed prosper in the short term. Mm -hmm. But long term, that is that is the path to the good life. That is the path to success, to happiness, to joy, to meaning. Uh, is to is to stay on the Lord's path. Yeah. And you know, that second verse, there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. I think that's really important, mm -hmm. especially today, because part of what's happening with this mental health crisis is what the culture is telling our children is just such doom and gloom. Yeah. Like the, the world is ending, the oceans are rising, the climate, we can't fix this, everything is bad, you know, Everyone is evil, you know, mm. just, it's just constant negativity and, um, that doesn't really go too well. You can't preach no. that from the time they're, you know, the world is ending from the time they're in kindergarten until, right. and then expect some kind of great result. No, you can't, you can't. And in, in theological terms, that's what we call all law with no gospel. Okay. You know, the law is what mm -hmm. convicts us. Right. In this case, it's a false law, right. but still it's the, the laws will convicts us. But the gospel is what redeems us. And so right. the law says, you know, you are a sinner, but then the gospel drives you to Jesus who saves you from your sin okay. and lifts you up. Mm -hmm. And in the world, it's just all law. Mm -hmm. there, there is no gospel. Mm -hmm. It's just condemnation and conviction. It really is. And when we say the world, we mean, you know. Well, the world system. You know, the, the world, world is the system. Bible uses yes, yeah. yes, exactly. But it seems to be coming from one side more than the other. Yeah. Um, this negativity and dour um, anger. But anyways. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you guys know what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, let's go on. So this is verses 19 through 21. Mm -hmm. Hear, my son, and be wise. Direct your heart in the way. Be not among drunkards or among gluttonous eaters of meat. Mm. For the drunkard and the glutton will come, in, will come into poverty, and slumber will clothe them with rags. See, this is my plant-based eating right here. It tells you, do that. not gorge yes. yourself on meat. It's, uh -huh. it's the Lord. It's, it's from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. No, don't, don't quote me on that. Um, anyways, this again, a lot, Proverbs has a lot to do with, obviously, we had gluttony last time yep, too. And it's the wine time. and the wine and the food, too much of, excess. Yep. It's talking about excess, basically. Right. And I think the way we experience excess in the world would mostly probably be through our appetite mm -hmm. or our physical appetite um, wine and food and we're going to get a uh, next time we're going to get a huge portion oh, yeah. on it a big, great big old one about drinking too much yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll cover some of that next time but again this is talking about you know not ruining yourself with too much of a good thing yeah yeah so you know last time there were two uh, proverbs about eating and drinking mm -hmm. one was you know beware when you get wined and dined because someone's setting you up yep and the other was beware of uh, stingy hospitality because they resent everything you do. Mm -hmm. uh, and this one is really talking about you know people who who party too much. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really about having a feast. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Thanksgiving sitting down sure. and you know eating until you can barely move. Right. Well, maybe maybe a little. Well, bit. there's something wrong uh, with that. Yeah. But you got to be able to move. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you know sitting down for a, a big meal, having mm-hmm. a nice meal. Uh, but it's this habitual, the the gluttony, the the drunkard. Uh, exactly. People who eat and drink and party all day, as it says uh, in verse twenty. One, because they will come into poverty and slumber will clothe them with rags. Right. So that's a long tradition of doing things. This is a long-term tradition Mm -hmm. of where you're just kind of eating and drinking your life away. Right, right. right. It's interesting because, um, and we'll get at the end of today's, we're going to get to um, sexual appetite too. This is, is, you know, your food and drink appetite. We'll come to the sexual appetite. But it's just, we started with... um, I guess, parental discipline and we're moving into how we self-discipline, you know, how we we have to, these, you know, we have to self-discipline on, on our appetites. So it's kind of moving from our parents taught us when we were young and then, then you have to take that over yourself. You do. Yeah. Take it over. Yeah. And what I find fascinating about this proverb, of course, the proverb is completely true. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, do do not, uh, do not be a glutton, do not be a drunkard and that kind of thing. Uh, what I find, um, fascinating about it is that think of the company that jesus kept Mm. you know when he came he pretty much 180 degrees from this proverb you know he would associate with with gluttons with drunkards with tax collectors with sinners with prostitutes Mm -hmm. is the next verse here Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's what was so shocking about him it's not just that people didn't like jesus but that what he was doing the kind of life he was leading uh, was directly contrary to what god had laid down in the proverbs Mm. now there's a purpose for it yes Because it, it wasn't as Jesus was saying, oh, God was wrong about all Absolutely that. Absolutely not, yeah. But rather, what God said in Proverbs was right, but there's a higher law, a law of love. You know, God loves these people and is calling them back mm. to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Pharisees and Sadducees couldn't see that. All mm-hmm. they could see was that this this rabbi, Jesus, was violating God's yeah. law, and they couldn't get over that. Right. And, and, and then we have to make the point, too, that Jesus also didn't struggle with like God is saying, don't always associate with this situation because you are going to be tempted That's and you'll fall point. into it. Whereas Jesus was never going to be falling into the sin. Right, right. I mean yeah. that he would uh, he'd associate with the sinners but not fall into the sin. Yes, yeah. yeah. He could associate without falling in where most of us cannot. Yeah. Right? Well, I just think I find that fascinating though. Mm-hmm. Know, he was a friend of gluttons and drunkards. Is That's how what they, it says, yeah. That's how they called him. That's what he so. called him, yeah. Okay, well, we have to keep moving because this we is a do, long one yes. today. Okay, so what are we on? 22? Uh, 22, why don't you read that one because okay. I've got the sniffles here. Okay, listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great Mother's Day, Day passage. Yep. We could have read that last yep. night. We really only we got hung up on that. We only made it through the first two verses we did we only talked about spanking yeah <laughs> we didn't yeah. get this far. and then, then the horror stories came out yeah the horror yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'd have more and then i had to get out the wooden spoon that no was the you end did of that. not yeah. okay okay so this is great yeah what do we have here well a couple of things you know i've been thinking about the stock market which has been uh, oh, plummeting in a downward it. direction mm-hmm. but here the instruction is it's using financial language oh yeah uh you know buy truth don't sell it buy wisdom buy instruction buy understanding in other words invest in these things mm-hmm. uh invest in truth invest in wisdom invest in understanding and the way we do that is you know partly by turning to god's word it's mm-hmm. a big one by listening to podcasts yep by associating with people uh, who are, are like-minded and can teach us in the way that we should go mm-hmm. 
Uh, but you invest in these things that will not forsake you, that will not let you down. Right. Uh, and then the other part, well, other part was, you know, one of the commandments uh, is honor your father mm-hmm. and mother, mm-hmm. that your years may be long in the land that the Lord your God is bringing you to. Mm-hmm. And here it talks about honoring your father and mother by living a good life. Mm-hmm. If you live a good God-fearing life, that's what brings joy to your mother and father. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them in their old age look back with tears in their eyes and say, thank you, Jesus, for my son, for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Because you're living a life that brings brings honor. Yeah, and you know what? That That's a good point. Now, some people have parents who have not done well to mm-hmm. them. You know, um, they weren't good parents, yeah. let's say. And so this, this commandment to honor them is difficult. Yeah. And But the interesting thing about it is really it's... It says, you know, honor your mother and father kind of as a, an office, kind of the office of motherhood and fatherhood. Right. And what you're saying is you can live a good life and do that. You can honor mother and father by your actions. Um, and it doesn't say, strangely, love them, right? It says we have to love our enemies. We have to love hmm. our neighbors. We point. have to love God. But actually, we are just told and commanded to honor our parents and I think what you're saying is we can do that uh, if we have parents who are, let's say, they're just way off the rails or something. Right. You know, they're doing things that aren't honorable, let's say. Um, you can honor uh, the office of motherhood and fatherhood by the way you live, I guess. Does yeah, that I, work? I hadn't thought about that, but that yeah. makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Okay. Let's move along <laughs> yeah. um, to the final part. Oh, speaking of, you said by we could do that by keeping the scriptures mm-hmm. and whatnot. Do you remember our memory verse from last time? I do. So let me have get you haven't memorized. Uh, apply your heart to wisdom and your ears to understanding. Yes. Give I think we used apply your heart to instruction. Mm-hmm. Yep. And your ears to words of knowledge. Yes. Go. Very good. And we'll have it. This is actually, I said that because these final verses I think are good. No, I'm sorry. Forget it. We're going to memorize something else. Okay. So go ahead. What do we got? 26, 27 and 28. All right. So my son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. For a prostitute is a deep pit, an adulteress is a narrow well. She lies in wait like a robber and increases the traitors among mankind. Ooh, ooh, harsh. Yeah. Mine calls her first an adulterous woman, okay, rather than a prostitute. Mm -hmm. And secondly, a wayward wife rather than an adulterer. Yeah, the, the, the Hebrew is literally a foreign woman. So, really? Uh, so what does that mean to be foreign? Does it mean to be a wayward wife? Mm. Or does it mean to be an adulteress? I guess both are really the same thing, right? Mm. If a wife is wayward, if a wife is wayward, yes, correct. Yeah, but this okay. is great instruction. And this is, I mean, I remember having this, I've had this conversation with uh, two of our boys so far. You know, the, the conversation, keep your eyes away from pornography because it'll ruin you. Yep. Um, and I share with them, not in too much detail, but I share with them some of the things I've heard from mm-hmm. marital counseling about men who have fallen into that pit. And uh, no names, mural. obviously. Oh, of course not. Of course, no, of course not, not. But I just want to make that clear yeah, on here. Yes. But yeah, I mean, you know, uh, in, in our day, it's not so much visiting the brothel as it was back then, but it's, right. it's more the pornography, which is available everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that just, uh, that traps you. You can imagine falling into a narrow mm-hmm. pit. Mm-hmm. You go down, 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 and it's really hard to come back up. Yep. Well, and it affects the rest. It affects your relationships. Yeah, you know. it ruins marriages. It right. ruins yourself. Mm-hmm. Ruins your health. Mm-hmm. Ruins your self worth. Uh, and so, I, I have this kind of conversation with our boys mm-hmm. when they hit this kind of fourteen-year-old. You know. Yep. Stay away from it. Well, and sadly, that nicely you have. It's been fourteen is fine in in our family and mm-hmm. in in this community, I guess, or whatever what the situation is. But, I mean, fourteen would be late in 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 some places yeah. and times and. 
cultures. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, you hear about kids getting into it before that and yeah, it's, it's a sad situation and it is so readily available and, um, it's difficult. It's really actually having grave consequences on, uh, marriage and on just the need to even have a physical, I mean, it's not to go into too many details yeah. here, but I mean, uh, the need to not need a partner. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. um, or yeah. to not, or the partner doesn't measure up. And also what I just was reading recently is how much violence is on there yeah. and how normative that's become in, in sexual relationships. You know, they, they see all this violence mm -hmm. in, and that's what they want to experiment with. Right. You know, and that's a major issue. Oh, it's a major issue. Yeah. And so it's not just the, it's not just the men who are affected mm -hmm. by it, but the, the women that Absolutely. they love, the women that they date who are also affected by it because mm -hmm. they can't measure up. Right. And, you know, it's, it's a pit. The further you dig down into it to get the stimulation the next mm -hmm. time, you have to right. expand okay. the edge. Got and it. that's where all these, what we call perversions, that's okay. where all these perversions right. come into it. Yes. Know? Yes. That was what the article was about, yeah. how what we used to consider perversions are normative now. They're now mainstream. Yes. Right. They're now mainstream. Okay. So that's, and that's bad for all parties. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyways, I think we got through all of our sayings today. We yeah, took we a little kind of longer, long. yes, uh -oh. and we both said we didn't have much to say today. Yeah. But let's just quickly wrap up with what we're going to memorize for this week, which okay. is verses 15 and 16. And it says, My son, if your heart is wise, then my heart will be glad indeed. My inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. And I think we can memorize that because we can, we can view it as God saying that to us, mm -hmm. my son or my daughter. Like, I want to rejoice over you and, yeah. and, and whatnot, and we can be filled with that. And so we say, you know, my daughter, if your heart is wise, my heart will be glad indeed. My inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. So if we work on speaking what is right, believing the right things, we also make our Heavenly Father proud. Amen to that. Amen to that. See you next week. Okay.